You don't have to. You don't have to. No, it's just make sure you're close to Just make sure you're close I'm staying on yeah. that mic. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you got your hair perfect today. It looks I tried. Pretty. I did. Did you? Did you? Did you just, okay. I did just do that. <laughs> I heard it and then they laughed. I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, auditory, right? We need some mm-hmm. sound effects around here. <laughs> exactly. You said you recently got into working out, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am so in love with working out right yeah, now. We're rolling. Yeah. Okay. You're lifting? Well, I do as much weight-oriented things as I can. Mm. I do a combination of things like, um, oh, you know, your basic mountain climbers and Mm push-ups and things like that. I run a lot of stairs. I recently did the Empire State Building's worth of stairs in a day. I like to brag about that. How many steps is that? It's like... 73 floors. Oh, my God. It's like 1,600 it. stairs or something. I don't you know. You do it all at one time or you keep coming up and down? Well, I, I didn't have an Empire State Building. Oh. So I had to go up and down and up and down and mm. up and down and up, which is actually harder yeah. to do than just going straight up. Yeah. Yeah. So I like doing that. And then I have discovered things like ball slams. Mm-hmm. I really oh, yeah. love the ball We're going to talk slams. a lot about ball slams today. <laughs> we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about not the slam. Oh, Everything's okay. a double entendre on this yeah. podcast. Be a little careful. <laughs> <laughs> ball slams and ropes and all those right. kinds of things I've been really enjoying. And I just am going to start learning. I saw the mace and the Indian oh, clubs. Yeah. And I was very intrigued those with the fluidity cool. of all of that. It's like uh, a kind of more of a dance with... Uh, I don't know. I, I just like the fluidity. Mm-hmm. I want to keep. I was working on my flexibility, mm-hmm. my strength, my stamina, and my balance, which got really messed up from COVID. Mm. And so when I started working out with a trainer, that was what I worked on. And then I realized my flexibility is actually really good. So I wanted to swap out fluidity. We were talking about that sex technique, glissando. Yep. And you have to have a lot of fluidity to do it. You got to be able to really move. Otherwise, you know? it ain't going to work. Mm. Well, we got to explain to people what glissando is now because they're just like, what's glissando? <laughs> well, I was telling the guys that I have been doing this series called Making Whoopee 3.0, okay. like advanced intercourse techniques for lovers. What if we haven't made it through 1.0 yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, well, still like, we're still working on one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about guys is you already think you – are really good. And I am. so if I said 1.0, <laughs> <I'm the king. laughs> exactly. If I said 1.0, you'd be like, I don't, yeah. need, I don't need that. I am way beyond. Yeah, 1. give me the 1. pro expert. 1.0 is nothing. I did that in like Black third diamond. grade. <laughs> exactly. So I have to call it 3.0 or you won't even pay attention to it. Yeah, and glissando is a, a lovemaking technique where you basically just flip the script on how you do it. Most men approach intercourse as i have a penis and i'm gonna thrust it inside her so they're doing this movement right and a 2.0 would be okay now i'm like going for the angle <laughs> doing the g-spot you know you like go. that kind of thing yeah. and then 3.0 is glissando which is where and this is like a doggy style move so she's bent over in front of you and you're holding her hips and you're moving her onto you So she's the one moving. And what's nice about that is if she's very fluid, and I I take a lot of hyaluronic acid, so I've got super fluid joints, like I'm really smooth. Mm. And so it feels super good if your partner's smooth and you're smooth and you're just like kind of being pulled on and off his penis. And uh, then if you 
set up a rocking motion mm-hmm. where you do a rock and you do a variety of depth. So like deep strokes, shallow strokes, slow strokes, fast strokes. The nervous system likes variety and that increases orgasmic intensity. So instead of you thrusting, you're kind of holding still and moving her body on you. It's quite nice. Hmm. Well, then it puts the ball in her court a little bit, right? Because she's maybe controlling the rhythm a little bit more? No, you're controlling the rhythm. She's surrendered to your rhythm. Ah, I got it. So you're moving her. She's just allowing. She's receiving. And she's surrendering. How did all this start for you? Yeah. Like where, where was the where was the start? I mean, I heard a little bit of the story, but uh, for our listeners, it'd be good for them to get the story. Well, um, my husband and I, uh, about eleven years into our relationship, into our marriage, we had stopped having sex. I had stopped wanting to have sex with him, and it was because I had never had an orgasm from intercourse. And I just kind of fell out of love with intercourse, and it became a chore, and I was giving him mercy sex. Wait, the whole time you were married, you didn't have an orgasm up until that point? I had orgasms Mm -hmm. from my vibrator, from some clitoral stroking, but never from actual just straight-up penis and vagina sex. Okay. And um, so I kind of fell out of love with it, and it was great for him. They call that the orgasm gap, how easy it is for guys to have a climax and how hard it is for women, the delta, the difference between how easy it is for him and how hard. Because for guys, their number one issue is usually premature ejaculation. I'm coming faster than I want to. But for women, it's, I can't quite get there. Mm -hmm. So we're at odds where, you know, it's like we're set up to fail in some ways. But I have a technique for that that I brought you guys. It's called thrust in time. And we'll ballpark that if you want to circle back to it. But um, We we should bring that up because, um, full disclosure, tried it last night and it worked. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Let's go! Yay! I don't even know how it just because I had read a bunch of the stuff that you had been sending. Yeah. And then I was just, you know, it was happening. And I'm like, oh, wait, let me try that one thing. And I don't think she quite caught on board that I was like counting in my head. Right. But, Why didn't you send me this stuff? Uh, because I'm selfish. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't get I, I got a one up on oh. you somewhere. I can be like, I know the thrust in time technique and then see what doesn't. Ah. Fair. Hey, you guys, this tall girl needs a mic jack. Yeah, I, go for it. Yeah, um, do whatever you got to do. Am I doing oh, yeah. it right? Yeah, just. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think so. And then crank her back down. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Thank you. How's that? That sounds I was great. like down here trying to get on the mic. Sorry about that. I, I need to stand tall. There you go. That's perfect. So what was the question? <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened? <laughs> right. So my husband and I were like, well, okay, what do we need to do? Because we need to fix this problem. And so we went to a therapist who was like, well, you know, things just go down over time and you got to get used to it. My husband's like, she's fired and because <laughs> I want to have hot sex with my wife. Mm-hmm. And we decided to take some sex workshops because we live in the Bay Area and we have this available to us. And so we went to sex workshops and we started, we were like, oh my God, this is fantastic. We started having incredible sex. I started having orgasms. We learned about female ejaculation. I started having all kinds of great sex with my husband. And at the time, 
we thought, well, he he's the inventor of Rhapsody, the very first online music service. And I was with At Home Network, the company that invented the cable modem. We were Silicon Valley. Everything looked great on the outside. Wait, your husband was the inventor of Rhapsody? <laughs> yeah. Like, she just like skipped over. Yeah. Whoa, dude. So and I laid it down. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy. He invented streaming all-you-can-eat music. That's yeah. wild. What yeah. He's Whoa. like the guy that created it. He came up with it. Damn. Yeah. Congratulations to you both. Thank you. Anyway. Was we this were during like when you weren't having sex with him because he had to yes. think of something? Well, <laughs> he had to do something with his energy, right? What he did was beg for sex and yeah, you yeah. know try and figure out how to get me to have sex. I felt so bad for him. you know, I really <sighs> did. But what it did was in coming clean with, well, I, it wasn't really good for me and it was really good for him and what were we going to do about it? Um, we, we just got really, really honest with each other because we realized that we had just been kind of not talking about it. So we end up going to these sex workshops. We start with the most simple information. We started having great sex. And he was he had finished selling off Rhapsody and I was out of at home network the the cable modem company and we're like what should we do? Let's start a company together because we really just fell in love all over again because we were having such great sex. And we said, "Well, let's digi- digitally t- deliver Online programs that teach people how to have great sex from the privacy of their bedroom because most people aren't going to get naked, go into a you know group thing and learn how to have sex. I mean, it's pretty edgy. But if you can do it from your own home and it's all learnable skills, sex, I mean, we can figure out how to make a baby, which just tab A into slot B. But what we... You know, I told you when we were starting that what I like to do is transform having sex into making love. And sex techniques are learned skills. Orgasms are learned skills. There's 20 different kinds of orgasms by my count. And I'm always looking for new ones. But there's 20 kinds of orgasms that our bodies can have. Your body and my body are the masculine and the feminine. We have all the same parts just arranged in different Mm -hmm. order. Mm -hmm. So the only difference between the kinds of orgasms a woman can have and the kinds of orgasms a man can have. And there's only two sexes. There's XX and XY, but there's tons of gender expression. So if you have an XX versus an XY chromosome, you either have a prostate and a penis or you have a G-spot and a vulva. But they're the same exact things and they work the same way and they have the same kind of orgasms. So guys, they usually think, oh, okay, well, you know, my orgasm is I have a climax and that's my orgasm. But that's actually two separate systems. You don't even have to ejaculate. You can have full body male multiple orgasms as much as you want as, and you just need to learn how to do it. So wow. <laughs> that what I basically do is I teach people all kinds of orgasm techniques, all kinds of lovemaking, all kinds of communication and deal with the most common issues that people need to overcome like – Coming too fast or not being able to come or what have you, teaching them techniques that bridge that gap. What was kind of the first step like when you came out of this these classes? I yeah. mean, did you just go and like implement that right away or yeah. was it more like – because I have heard you talk about um, – I have heard you talk about like, let's like do something together, but we're not even going to have intercourse necessarily, yeah, right. which I think is really interesting because it's just uh, – like, I guess in, in something like that, anything can happen rather than you just getting to it sort of thing. Well, for women, having intercourse is kind of a big ask a lot of times because our masculine partners, you guys have a lot more endogenous testosterone than we do. You're testosterone dominant. 
and we're estrogen dominant. And so estrogen is it's a joker of a of a a hormone because first of all it gets us in our head instead of our body it worries about everything it's paying attention the reason we're such good multitaskers is because estrogen makes us pay attention to one million things at one time where dudes are like don't bother me i'm concentrating on this one thing right now which is also awesome but you wake up horny every day and you're like let's do it yeah. Right? Yeah. And for women, we're like, I'm not so sure. I don't know. Could you rub my feet first? So we need warming up. So when I say make love without ha- expectation of intercourse and just get together and hold each other and kiss each other and stroke each other and love on each other and things will evolve – it works it you net out way more intercourse when you take the focus off of it it's like you're already playing the end game offering us intercourse when we're not even on the field mm. so and i think that was a sports analogy but i'm not really sure <laughs> mm-hmm. it makes sense <laughs> you mentioned uh not being able to have uh orgasms during intercourse yeah penetration um, right what was the key for you to get over that or for you and your husband to work it out so that you were able to do that we learned a practice called expanded orgasm, and we've been teach- we've been we've had that practice for almost twenty years now. And it's basically, do you guys know the word yoni? Have you heard the word yoni from you? <laughs> yeah. So in tantric lovemaking, which is this kind of spiritual, heart connected, conscious lovemaking, it's kind of the other end of the spectrum from just friction and porn and things like that. Tantric lovemaking, the the woman's vulva is, and we call it, we experts call it a vulva, not a vagina, because the vagina is just the channel that the baby comes out of um, the vulva is like at all the delicious. You have a diagram parts. over here, right? I do. Yeah. You should you let's see them? point it out. I delicious brought, parts. <laughs> I brought pictures. So where should I hold this up? So you guys right can see good. it. You on, got on it? Your, yeah. On that side. Yeah. Okay, good. So um, this whole thing is the vulva and that little spot is the vagina. So we call it the vulva because we want you to be touching the whole thing. The Mons Venus, the clitoral hood, the clitoris itself, the outer labia, the inner labia, the fourchette is where the labia come together at the bottom, the perineum, all of that. And what's interesting is if I, if I take the skin off the vulva and I show you what's underneath, this is what's underneath. And this is basically our penis is wrapped around our vaginal opening. So all these are erectile tissue chambers that's the tip of the clit but this is the shaft so we get a clitoral erection if you give us enough stimulations and then these are the arms and these are the legs this is the g spot but it's actually a long tube and then there's a sponge down here called the perineal sponge so the vagina itself is completely embraced and wrapped with three erectile systems in your penis you have three erectile systems just like we do. You have the corpus spongiosum and the corpus cavernosum in your penis. And the thing is that they fill up really fast with blood. So they get pumped fast because they're these long, straight shots. And as soon as you get turned on, all that blood runs down into your penis. But for us, it's more, I always say it's like, um, kind of like an English muffin. 
where you get an English muffin out of the refrigerator mm-hmm. and you open it and you slice it and you stick it in the toaster and you warm it up and then you get the butter and the butter's cold and hard and you got to smoosh it on there and then it's got to melt into all those nooks and crannies. That's like our blood flow as a woman oh, wow. is we're English muffins. God, I love English so, muffins. I do too. <laughs> now I understand the reason. They're not good for you. <laughs> Every time I talk about English muffins, I'm all like, ah, I want English muffins so bad. And then as soon as I eat one, I want every flour product there is. So I'm like, I can't eat that. (laughs) So, yeah, the, but this is, all these nooks and crannies need to get the blood. And then we got to butter it up. You you got to butter your bread. And we usually don't butter it up, right? Is that one of the big problems? You're just way ahead of us. It was funny. I'm, I'm losing one of my penis pumps. More to come on that. Let's go. Um, a guy emailed me. He's like, oh, my God, I used your technique and it worked so well. And I'm like, okay, well, which technique? Because I've written like thousands of techniques. And he goes, the one to slow down. And I was yeah. like, she came better, harder, and faster because I slowed down. And I'm like, yep, yep, that's exactly right. Because you're already ahead of us. And we're, I'm like, look back. We're back here. Turn around. Come get us. Guys, please. like the battle's already been on. Done, done with. <laughs> we got like war paint on and shit. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So the trick for my husband and I was yoni massage. So the yoni is the vulva. Mm-hmm. And the lingam is the penis. Those are the tantric lovemaking words for the genitals. Okay. Yoni and lingam. And when you give a woman a yoni massage and you do a specific kinds of strokes on her clitoris, it allows her most women overstimulate their clitoris and they stimulate only the tip and they get erect too fast or they don't even get erect. They just have an orgasm and they're done and then they're sensitive and they don't want to do anymore. What expanded orgasm does is it allows a woman to get a really good base of blood engorged in the tissue of her yoni so that everything plumps up and puffs up so that when you finally enter her, she's basically like (laughs) sucking your penis in there. Like her yoni is just all like, give it to me now, right? So that's what you want to get her to. Doesn't seem helpful with uh, premature ejaculation Mm -hmm. though. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, if it for premature ejaculation, if you stroke his penis for a while and lay in a base and don't let him get overly excited, but mm. just really slow everything down for him, it helps him slow mm. down too. Most premature ejaculation is performance anxiety. Mm. And men are as sensitive as women, and they need that heart connection. Don't and say that. that. Slowness. <laughs> Don't say it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's how we got going was we did the expanded orgasm practice where I started coming really well by his hands and his fingers. Mm -hmm. And then when I was fully engorged, he would then enter me and then I was able to achieve orgasm. So for me, it was that hands on. If you think about, if you think about anything, like if it's small and flaccid, it's not going to feel as good as when it's big and plump and full of blood. And then there's more surface area sending more signals of pleasure to the brain so that orgasm is easier to achieve. Awesome. So kind of look at your penis as like a tool to use later when she's ready for you to use it. Yeah, just getting her more warmed up, letting her catch up to you. Okay. And there's a real joy in 
having your woman lying there coming for you with your hands, with your tongue, with toys, and not just your penis, because she can just orgasm and orgasm and orgasm and orgasm and orgasm and orgasm. I've heard you talk about the different types of orgasms. And that's actually the first time I heard you you on this, (laughs) this podcast, Guys Be Fucked. And yeah. I heard, I heard you mentioned the throat gasm. I was like, "Excuse yeah. me, like what? what?" So, can you talk to us about maybe some of the different types of female orgasms that we are totally unaware of? Yeah, a male and, and female. Yeah, male and female. There's like twenty, right? Twenty. 20. Yeah, we share twenty orgasms. My body's gonna explode if that happens. <laughs> 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 That's the idea. <laughs> well, um, if you think about your your body. You've got your alimentary system. You've got your mouth mm-hmm. and your throat. And then you have your yoni and your rectum or your penis. Like you're an Audi and I'm an innie. But we have the same equipment and material. You're, you're just external and I'm internal. Mm-hmm. And all of that is kind of attached. And um, think about it as like a lot of times um, the Taoists call it the hollow flute where where – you're sending energy up and down your whole body, and all of that is connected. You've heard of the chakra system. Mm-hmm. The chakra system are these different points of energy on your body. You also have orgasmic energy points all the way up and down your body. So you can have clitoral orgasms. You can have vaginal orgasms. You can have belly. You can have anal gasms. You can have corgasms from the erectus abdominis being squeezed and you can start to have orgasms just from your belly being pleasured of course for women breast but also for men and women breast or nipple gasms men hmm. can have nipple gasms as well as women really yes that men are equally orgasmic with nipple gasms men are just societally conditioned to think that their nipples aren't orgasmic just like men are societally conditioned to believe that ejaculation and orgasm are the same thing when they're two separate things so nipple gasms neck gasms did you guys get hickeys did you give or get hickeys when you were in high school mm-hmm. i wasn't uh, cool enough in high school so I oh. but i mean a little bit in college. Well, yeah. I hope you, did yeah. you get some in college? Yeah. Excellent. Do you remember giving them or getting them and how good it felt to have your neck sucked on? Mm-hmm. And it was like really hot and you were all like, don't let my mom see. <laughs> <laughs> well, your neck is very orgasmic because there's erectile tissue in your neck, your nose, your mouth, your lips, your tongue, and your throat. So Linda Lovelace, who was the star of Deep Throat, who could orgasm from going down on guys, She was right. That's exactly right. You can have orgasms from having your throat stimulated. So you can gain control of both ends of the tube. They're connected. So you can squeeze your vaginal muscles. That's called pompoir. You can squeeze your throat muscles and you can give yourself orgasms. One really nice experience for a woman is to have simultaneous throat and vaginal stimulation so that she can have orgasms that run up and down her entire body. I know. That's awesome. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how does somebody uh how does somebody get <clears throat> cuz it sounds great that you guys were both willing to uh, yeah. Go to these classes and yeah. stuff. Uh, how does somebody get a partner to maybe loosen up a bit? Like, yeah. what, what are some good strategies for that? 
Well, unfortunately, you do have to communicate about it. And that's always the hardest part because people feel a lot of shame for their desire and they they're afraid to talk about it. We don't talk about sex a lot. Were you were you afraid to talk about some of those things? I had so much to lose because I'm I'm I've been with with Tim, my husband for 30 years mm. now. And this was a little over 10 years into our relationship and I always felt like I could replace him but I could never do better. And I didn't want to lose him and I didn't want to break up our family. And so that's why I just got, we got radically honest with each other. And I started saying to him, when you put your penis inside me, it literally takes my energy down. And he's like, whoa, you know, like it was hard for him to hear those things. It was just as hard for me to say them. But if you Mm -hmm. don't know what the reality is, how are you going to deal? And one of the things I have to say about my husband is he is so strong. Like he's the softest, sweetest guy, most mild Oh, well, I think a lot of men would have like been like, well, fuck. Exactly. That's demoralizing. And then just probably, I mean, not only uh, make you, uh, I guess, like frustrated, but like really hurt, hurt, kind of hurt your your feelings. But it's important that you shared exactly what was on your mind. Well, for the masculine, you guys are raised in with a couple of things that, that, that hurt you in our culture. One is around masculinity. You're either the you're either the prey or the predator. You're either the one on the top or the bottom. You have a very hierarchical yeah. masculine frame, where women are more Good socialized. Good metaphor for jujitsu, huh? <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. Yeah. Women are more socialized to be team oriented. Mm-hmm. So um, it's hard when you hear something negative. You take it as criticism, and you just went down a rung. Instead of, oh, okay, I'll just do it better. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky mm. that my husband didn't take it like down a rung. He was like, all right, I'd rather know. Like one of his top relationship values is honesty. He's like, I can't, I can't know what I'm dealing with if I don't know the truth. So just mm. tell me the truth. And so for him, it was, okay, it's taking you down. Let's figure out how to take it up. What do we need to do? We need to go learn how to have sex. We don't know what we're doing. Let's go figure it out. Mm. So I was very lucky that he was willing to hear what I needed to say. And he always has been. And that's been very good to have that real honest relationship. And he can just ta- he can just take it in without getting crushed. Mm. And that when when you can say anything to your man, it creates a level of safety and security, which is what women need, because it's not so safe in the world to walk as a woman. And so we need our male bodied partners <clears throat> To take care of it and to provide that safety for us. I mean, one of the only reasons I can be out jiggling my boobies around and looking so hot and, you know, being crazy and saying all this stuff is because my man's going to make sure nobody fucks with me. Yeah. Like, I am safe. I am protected. I couldn't be a single woman doing what I do mm. because it would be too dangerous. Really? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm. He provides a level of security for me that allows me. He is the he is the wind beneath my wings. He is the platform on which I soar. And I really am very aware of that. Not only does he run all the tech and the finance of our company, but he also has always encouraged me to be as sexy and as bold and as just courageous as I possibly can. He's fucking awesome. He is. <laughs> He's dope. The best. <laughs> so when you have a problem, you have to be willing. Terry Real, Dr. Terry Real calls it fierce intimacy. He is, and I, I like that. That term. And uh, Brad Blanton calls it 
radical honesty. And these are like, I'm doing you no service if I don't just tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. You need to know everything if you want to be able to handle whatever's happening with us. And you have to be willing to, to, to say your truth and to express your needs. And sometimes that can be helpful to have a therapist and sometimes couples can figure it out themselves. So the first thing you have to do is you have to start talking about what you want, what you're getting that you like and what you're what you're not getting that you want without feeling ashamed that what you want is something wrong. Mm. Because we have a lot of shame around our sexuality and our desires in our society. You know, Susan, I'm, I'm curious about this, and we've talked about it on the podcast before. I don't want to derail anything, but, you know, your video courses, you, yeah. I think you do have people, you sh- people are showing the mm-hmm. different things, right? Mm-hmm. Which is beneficial for people to see that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of young individuals, um, you know, my first visualization of sex was porn when I was yeah. young, right? Yeah. And a lot of guys, you, you know how porn is set up in a way. It's like right. the sex is very goal-driven, yeah. like come and when you see this is what sex is like you take that and you try to i'm gonna do this with a woman and it doesn't always end up you know it doesn't end up being correct so i'm just curious from what you've seen as far as pornography and how it's affected the way that you know when you i don't know consult with people or talk to people the way they look at sex how do you feel that it's either beneficial or damaging i'd say it's generally damaging uh, Time magazine recently uh, had an article about pornography where they said that um, they did a there was a, a research study that did something like 350 random samples of pornography and 96 percent of it showed that it was a, a scene that was degrading to women. Yeah. And this is the woman that you love, that you want to have a partnership, that mm-hmm. is your better half, is someone you want to have like massive sexual pleasure with. So to take your cues from porn is not the best thing. Um, I understand that. I I mean, the thing that I I try to tell women is, look, guys need to masturbate every day. They've got that bath of testosterone, not need to or have to, but want to. (laughs) Guys like to masturbate every day. Yeah, and actually medically, like people have talked about how it's healthy to, yeah, at at least probably once a week. Yeah, 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 you got to clean out the pipes. Well, you have to keep your (laughs) semen fresh. Because you never know when you're going to be called on. You guys have to be – you're biologically wired to just be like ready to go. That's why your dick gets hard so fast because it's like, baby, I need you now. You're like, I'm right here and I'm ready to go. <laughs> like that's what's so beautiful about men. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the double-edged sword, you know, the other side of the coin of like you got to remember to come back and get us because you're way ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So pornography for me is – there for you to masturbate. It's your masculine fantasy experience, but it has no relationship to how you connect with your lover of any gender expression or any physical body. It has no, no connection to that. That's an entire, you got to compartmentalize those things. This is my masturbatory scenario and this is my lovemaking Mm. and my lovemaking needs to come from within me it needs to be embodied it needs to be heart connected it needs to be honoring and reverential and turned on and Mm -hmm. things that porn isn't really spending time showcasing Gotcha. And if it is, you fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to get you where you need to go. Yeah, you get, you get right to it. <laughs> Time, got, you're busy. You got to get stuff done. <laughs> yeah. okay. What about getting inspiration from porn? Like whether it be like, I don't know, new techniques or something like that. I I always say that uh, I got this from Tony Robbins. I, I, I did a startup with Tony Robbins about a decade ago. I, don't know, I think it's probably been like 15 years ago. But one of the things that Tony teaches is a phrase that is, all you need is within you now. 
So instead of taking point, do you say that a lot? Yeah. You do? That's so funny. I love that phrase. It's like you don't need an external thing, especially something that is a billion dollar media business that preys on your need to have an ejaculation on a daily basis. Like, let's get clear. That's what that is. So what you need is inside you. Feel your body. Feel your desire. Think about your fantasies and let that come out and have your partner feel safe to let that come out from them. So I don't have to fantasize about a stepmom necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what all those videos are. Is that your daddy hat I saw over there? I I love that that daddy hat. That's my, yeah, my zaddy hat. Yeah, he got it for my birthday. We call him zaddy. We call him Which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, daddy, I like daddies. You're like, I like stepmoms. We're like, oh, oh we've got a little we've got a little fantasy going now, Mark. Got something going on, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it is interesting because uh, a lot of men have like we've talked about it quite a bit, and a lot of men have like messaged us. Like there are people that um because of so much different porn and so many like so much different novelty, yeah. like some dudes and I for a period when I was younger, I did have slight porn induced erectile dysfunction. Like because yeah, sure. I was with one woman, yeah. but sometimes I didn't get turned on enough because I was used to watching all of this new novelty porn with different women. Yeah. So I had to like literally I had to cut that off. Yeah, no so fap. That, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what I did. And yeah. it's been extremely helpful with me and the person I'm with now. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a tough one because that's where a lot of especially my generation, millennials, it's where it's where we learn about sex. Yeah. That's where I did. That's yeah. what a lot of guys do. So it's weird. Yeah, you've got really hot stuff inside you. Yeah. That's ready to come out. Yeah. Well, on the topic of like, I guess since we're talking a little bit about erectile dysfunction, yeah. and we did mention um, premature ejaculation a little bit, yeah. um, what are some things that men can do so that not first off they don't have premature ejaculation, so but so they can last longer? Like yeah. you see so many different ads of different supplements or things saying last longer in bed and blah yeah. blah blah. But what are things that actually work and help us last longer and not come too fast? Yeah. Um, well, um, most. I would say 95% of premature ejaculation is Mm -hmm. not specifically physical. Like there's nothing wrong with your dick. Mm -hmm. About 5% is. And one of the interesting things that guys are trying right now is Botox on Mm. the glands of the penis, the head of the penis. Mm. It does a little, almost like a nerve block so that you're not so sensitive. So that is interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I would never do that. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, you don't need to. <laughs> wait, really? Botox? Yeah. Is uh, wow. Yeah, they put a little, little, couple of little spots of Botox on the glands, mm-hmm. right around the corona. Does it matter if you're circumcised or uncircumcised? Because no, no it doesn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wow. No, isn't that interesting? Yeah. But most premature ejaculation is performance anxiety, and and you know what guys struggle with? You struggle with self esteem and confidence issues, mm-hmm. and you struggle with uh, anger and victimhood. And part of the reason that men struggle with anger and victimhood is that that men aren't given the freedom to have a wide variety of emotions growing up. It's like, suck it up. Don't be a baby. Don't cry. You know, all these kinds of things. And then they, they don't have a full range of emotional expression in there. And they're like stunted because they feel like they just have to be always in their masculinity. And if they're, if, if something happens, then they're either like, it wasn't fair or I'm going to kill, you know, like this is their first way they go about it. And that creates a lot of nervousness that they're going to do things wrong because of that pecking order thing we talked about. 
well, I'm going to screw – if I screw it up, I'm going to go down in the pecking order. So then they put all this performance anxiety on themselves to do it perfectly, do it right. And then they get all up in their head. And the best techniques that you can use when you feel like you have performance anxiety is to stop worrying about what happened in the past or catastrophizing what could happen in the future, and you stay in the moment. And when you stay in the moment and you just slow way down, and then you start to feel sensation and you start to have heart connection with your partner and you stop worrying and you just begin to feel your pleasure, Mm -hmm. then she's going to have more fun because one of the programs that I, that I, that I have is a program with a wonderful man named Jim Benson. And he has a wonderful analogy. It's the tuning fork. You know how when you have two tuning forks and you hit one ding mm-hmm. and it vibrates and then the and then you hold up the next one and it starts to vibrate? Mm. That's what you and your lover are. Mm. You are tuning forks. And so if you're not vibrating with turn on, How's your lover going to be? You're expecting her to be doing all the turning on and then you're getting off on that. And oh, and then you're you're doing these things to her. You're pushing her buttons and you're spinning her knobs and you're all up in your head trying to make her have an orgasm. And she's all like, no, I have performance anxiety, you know, (laughs) so it's just instead of you showing your desire, oh, this feels good. You're moaning. You're making noise. You're getting turned on. You're moving your body around. That's going to start vibrating her and turning her on. So the more you can be in your pleasure and showing your pleasure, it actually helps you last longer. Mm. That plus laying in a good, solid base with a nice lingam massage, some makeout, some just calming your nervous system down. That helps. The other thing that helps is um, this thrust in time technique that we were talking about with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I really want to hear how it went for you. Can you oh, tell it was just us? fantastic. I've, I've never tried anything so, I guess, um, programmed. <laughs> it was usually just like, oh, that works. Let's keep doing that. Or like, oh, let's try this now and like switch it up. But it was, it's, it was the, uh, I guess, like the teasing at first is what yeah. kind of started Ooh, like the short strokes. Oh, the short and strokes. then the all in stroke was just oh! like, hey, hi. And then it's like, oh, but it keeps going, and then you keep building on top of that, and yeah, sure enough, it was it was awesome. That's Can you guys explain the thrust yeah. and time yeah, deeper? Yeah. yeah, yeah, deeper and harder. Yeah, because <laughs> that's yes, that's can. yep, that's so it. That's the whole program. <laughs> thrust and time. It's a free download. It's at thrustintime.com, so it's easy peasy to get. And basically, i cr- i took a tw- I took a two thousand year old Taoist technique, uh-huh. and I updated it for the modern lover and it's a counting technique and it solves the two biggest problems that people have in bed he comes too fast she can't quite get there and what it does is it gives you actually think in your head to a 10 count of strokes and you start out with nine shallow strokes inside her and then one deep stroke and then you do eight shallow strokes and two deep strokes. And by the t- and you're counting in your head, so it's kind of preoccupying you a little bit, which I I only say to be preoccupied till you get over your performance anxiety so that you don't have premature ejaculation. I don't want you to be in your head 
all the time. This is like an on-rampy type thing. When you get to like four deep strokes or five deep strokes, how how many deep strokes did you get to, Andrew? I'll be totally honest. Um, I, I counted, I think... I got like halfway there and then like I couldn't control it anymore. And it was just all deep after that, which was fantastic too. I guess I got a little too, I got a little too anxious. So that's, yeah, that's how that works. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I know that's what it's for is to cut down on that anxiousness. But uh, when you get to four deep strokes or five deep strokes, she's pretty much guaranteed to have an orgasm, even if she's never orgasmed during intercourse before. There's something, remember what I was talking about toggling the body and the nervous system likes the, likes that variety and it likes the sympathetic, parasympathetic. It likes that change. It needs that change. Well, that thrust in time works really well for that. And, uh, there's more detail in the book, but it's a very easy technique. Yeah. And it, is great because she'll start to come from intercourse and you won't come too fast. So it's a wonderful mm. technique for that. And then there's always a supplement. And did it, did I get a box of supplements uh, that came that here I'm yet? Okay, of, it's going to show up later. But um, I work with Dr. Judson Brandeis. He's a board-certified urologist. Those are my supplements. But he's a board-certified urologist, and he created a really good supplement for premature ejaculation called Pre-Long. And it basically has – it has a number of things in it, but mostly it has St. John's wort in it. Heard of that. And St. John's wort is like the leading botanical in Europe. How's Jesus doing over there? He just <laughs> fell down. Oh, oh God. There you it. go. Yeah. I just knocked Jesus right off the mic. He uh, <laughs> landed, landed on our our batch of penis pumps over here. <laughs> Actually, those are clitoral pumps and nipple pumps that oh, we landed on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Prelong has St. John's wort. And what is St. John's wort? It's Europe's, it's basically the Xanax of Europe. It's like a natural botanical that Europeans all take because we don't, they don't take a bunch of pharmaceuticals like we Americans do. Smart. What does it do? It calms you down and it's a mood lifter. So it's a mood lifter and calming agent. And that's a really good supplement for, oh, did you is, put it up? Yeah, that's it. it. Pre-long. Okay. Yeah. Um, so oh, I sell that to everybody. Well, there is a little <laughs> citrulline in it, which is my favorite for the pump. My favorite for uh, you should take it when you're pumping. You should take it for erectile function. Citrulline's the best for anybody over forty. I'm gonna go buy some today. I, I have some for you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, staying on the same topic. Yeah. Um, adding some toys into the mix mm-hmm. might help with a lot of things as well. Yeah. Right, because it's like at least you got some uh, something else to fall back on yeah. <laughs> in case something did go off too quickly or whatever. Right. Yeah. So. Just kind of introducing some stuff. How do people get into like introducing that? You have to just communicate with your partner and say, hey, maybe we should try some of these things or what do you recommend? Well, the first thing I like to do is um, give a woman a vibrator, have her get a vibrator and give her some space to masturbate and also um, have her lean back against you and play with her breasts and nipples while she uses her vibrator. And even starting off sex like that, letting her get a few vibrator orgasms under her belt, because when you stimulate a woman's nipples, it actually stimulates her whole clitoral structure, all those erectile structures. It Mm. starts to bring the blood in. I call that an everted erection for women, where it's essentially from the inside out. Everted means from the inside out. Mm. And uh, you get her all engorged inside, not even rubbing anything on the outside. You're just playing with her nipples and she's got her vibrator and she's her clit is getting a hard on from that stimulation. So that's nice because then she's got a good base. But what I like for couples play 
are penis rings or cock rings. And I brought two to show you. Would you like to see them? Yes. (laughs) So uh, this one is the first one. This is called the NOS, N-O-S, from Fun Factory. And I love it. The way you – it stretches really big. And this just goes at the shaft, at the base of the shaft. And what I like about this one is it actually has these two little vibrating ears that go on her clit. And what's nice is – let me see if I can get it on. Um, When you put this on, you put this on and you put it straight straight down like that Uh and then – Get her on top of you and let her kind of grind on you and teach her, empower her to get really good at cowgirl riding you because then she can start to give herself orgasms from your penis and then she can have incremental orgasms from the vibrator. And um, what's nice about this too is that if you're having intercourse and you're not wearing this, she can still kind of sneak this between you and stimulate her clitoris while you're penetrating her. And she can drive with this. It's nice and small mm. and it kind of is low profile and fits in. So this is a, this is like my number one recommended. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see it. Thank you. <laughs> um, my number one recommended, but this one is also really neat. This one is called the Adam Lux, I think it's called. They, they have, Long Adam Plus Lux, and um, this is at cockringvibe.com. This one is unusual because it has two motors. This one goes like this your dick and balls go through here. Whoa, okay. and the way you do it is you start flaccid and you stretch it. Look how big it stretches, mm-hmm. it really stretches. So you can be as big or as small as you need to, and then you go like that, and then it's on, and all your junk's hanging out here. And then you get an erection, and it has a remote control, of course, and it has two vibrators on it. So this one has a perineal vibrator. Oh, that's so sick. As well as a... <laughs> Don't hit that button. I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> got your attention. <laughs> Here, feel it. It feels really good. Oh, I yeah, really like the... Because I turned it on. It has three speeds. Yeah, yeah. isn't that nice? Yeah, that's I know. amazing. Yeah, this is, and this is just like fits in your purse. Yeah. Your neck with Whoa, that too. Dude. So that one's not so good for guys that are premature ejaculators because they're going to get too much stimulation. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you don't have that problem, three quarters of guys don't have that problem. This one is really nice because you're getting the perineal stimulation, so you're getting mm-hmm. that kind of like prostate pleasuring yeah. and ball tickling. If you're if you're the kind of guy who loves a ball tickle, this one's for you. And then she's got this really. Bi- I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, is a that's a strong vibe. So mm-hmm. for the girls that need the strong vibes, this one's really good too. So these, I think, this is like first line of defense for toy chest. Okay. Is this. But then encouraging your partner to have a number of kinds of vibrators, like a G spot vibe, a G spot wand, um, a, a, a womanizer, which is like an air stimulator. It kind of suckles her clitoris. So years ago, you used to have to like walk into a store and just get it all online now. <laughs> and now you can get stuff online. Where, yeah. where do people pick up some of this stuff? Well, I like Fun Factory. That's one of my mm-hmm. best brands, Hot Octopus. That's who makes this one and Mystery Vibe. They make a couple of really nice products, the Tenuto and the Crescendo. So there are. Another good one is Womanizer and and We Vibe. They're a, they're a 
kind of a joined brand. Those are kind of the top brands that make really nice products that you can't go wrong with. Mm. They have quality materials. They're not, they're not going to be, you know, a lot of stuff you, a lot, don't buy on Amazon. Because they make, they're full of like phthalates and plasticizers and all kinds of terrible things that leach into your skin and are endocrine disruptors and wreck your hormones. And that's the last thing you need on a sex toy. Mm -hmm. So um, just go shopping with your lady and see what she wants and have her try a bunch of stuff. I don't want to derail stuff too far away from a lot of the stuff that we have on the table. I want to go wherever you want to go. I do want to dive into that in a minute. But um, what are some things that, uh, and I don't know how much of this you speak about, but what are some things that are like um, maybe just uh, like normal everyday habits that might be attractive for people to kind of practice up on? Like what are some things – that you have viewed that are like they're not in the bedroom you know you did i have heard you talking about like teasing and uh, flirting and and things like that like so what are some maybe other things we can do that aren't just in the bedroom maybe well touching each other a lot so petting each other stroking each other holding each other uh kissing outside the bedroom physical demonstrative pleasure that is not necessarily, I'm trying to get sex. It's just, I love the feel of you. You're beautiful to my me. My wife and I, we touch each other all the time. I, I grab That's her great. butt. She grabs my butt. We hug each other. We yeah. just like, it's like all the time. Yeah. And being conscious of creating romantic moments together. I think that's also really important. Like, let's just make sure this week we make sure we carve out a few romantic moments together. Let's look for opportunities to just really connect with each other in in that way. Mm. Um, Verbal appreciation for her. She wants to be equally adored and found sexually irresistible. So, baby, your ass looks great in those jeans and your turkey meatloaf is so good. (laughs) You know, whatever it is. If you always (laughs) objectify her, then she's going to feel like a piece of meat. But if you never objectify her, she's going to be like, what? You don't like me anymore? You know, so you have to deliver both things. What you want from her is to know you're doing a great job And that you're respected for it. You want a lot of wins. You want her to make sure she acknowledges all of the incredible things that you do for her. And just spot in the moment, baby, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's the most important thing for her. What can a guy do if he is complimenting? He's talking about how sexy she looks and she's just like, you're supposed to say that you're my husband or whatever it may be. The more that you, I don't know why my my mic is having some flaccid issues. Uh, Sorry, oh, gotta, Mike needs a pump. My my my, my <laughs> mic needs a dick lifter. There we go. There we go. Sorry um, about that. You have to give a woman specifics because then she can't refute them or negate them. So if you say your ass looks great. You can't do that. You actually have to say, your ass looks great because I like how you've made your butt. It, you, last year, it was kind of like a little flatter. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. that butt be popping, mama. And it just looks so good. And I just want to get my hand on there. And I just want to <laughs> grab it. Yeah. You're so sexy to me. Or whatever. It's just like, the more specific it is, the more she can't be like, nah, because that's how she's going to be. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of guys are kind of curious about this. How? What are some things that we can do so that we can 
get better engorgement. So what are there any are there any things that we can do to give head better? Are there any things we can do with our hands, actual techniques mm-hmm. so that we can cuz some people maybe it's difficult to figure out exactly where to touch. You don't know mm-hmm. what's good, you don't know what's not. Communication can help obviously, but what are some things that we can do tonight? Okay. Let's mm-hmm. see. Well, uh the first things that I would do would be um hold her first so that she feels really connected to you and she begins to relax because if she's in her head and not in her body, you got to get her in her body. That's your job. You are the base. You are the masculine. So you are going to pick her up and calm her down and pet her. And then she's going to be like, And then she's going to go, you know, I got to tell you about these things that are bothering me. <laughs> and you're going to go, oh, and you're fuck. Gonna be like, tell me everything, baby. Tell me everything. No, no. <laughs> no marking. No yeah. marking. Yes, exactly. Tell me everything, baby. And she's going to go, well, there's this thing, there's this thing, there's this thing. And like, I know, baby. Just let me hold you a little closer. And you just hold her a little closer. And basically what you're doing is you're thinking about wringing her nervous system out you what you mm. want to do is you want to squeeze her the actual you're act. really thinking how do i get my dick sucked how do i get my dick sucked how do i get my dick sucked? <laughs> how do i go from this petting to mm-hmm. like something different right so the way that you do that is when you wring her out and squeeze her her emotions can let go so she can relax and let down mm. and just like you have children mm-hmm you do not. You mm-hmm. do. When your wife breastfeeds, she has to sit in the chair and she has to relax for the milk to flow. It's exactly the same for her pussy juice to flow. She needs to be able to. She can't go up till she's relaxed. Arousal begins in relaxation. And that's the thing that's hard for you guys because you're already yeah. way ahead. Yeah. You're ready to go. And you're like, oh, all right, we got to go back to kindergarten here. But you have to go back to kindergarten so you can get her super turned on. Otherwise, you're short-circuiting her arousing her potential, her orgasmic potential. She's not going to live fully into that. She's not going to get super turned on and want you for sex all the time. So calm her down, get her in her body, then start to kiss her face, kiss her eyelids. Oh, my God. One, one guy wrote to me and he was like, I started kissing her eyelids. And now she literally just walks up to me like <laughs> holds her eyelids like this. She's like, kiss my eyelids. You know, <laughs> we just like that stuff. <laughs> it makes us feel turned on like we'd love to be with you because you treat us so sweetly. Yeah. And when you do that and she lets down, then her spit starts to run. Her yoni starts to get juicy. And then all of a sudden she's like, all of a sudden she's like, hmm. You're looking good. And then you can just start to stroke her body. You can start to grab her butt. You can start to grab her boobs, but you don't go right for her nipples. Because what you want to do is you want to think about her as like a bullseye where you want to start with the outer rings and work your way in. Where you're used to, what do you do? You're like, (laughs) right? That's that's, that's what you do. And so you got to be like, okay, outer rings. But I'll tell you, all that pays off because then she's super turned on and she totally wants you. And she, she's all of a sudden she's on top of you making out with you. And then she's ready to go. Then 
You stroke her yoni and you start on the outside. You start on the mons, the outer labia. You get some warm coconut oil or some uh, avocado oil or some sweet almond oil and you just stroke in that yoni, stroke in that yoni and you want her to want more. That's what you're doing. You're getting her to like be like, Touch my clit, touch my clit, touch my clit, touch my clit. And as soon as she she wants that, you start going in. And then you start doing a little fingering inside. You might add a vibrator while you're fingering her inside. And you've got she's got a vibe on her and she's starting to have orgasms. And you play with her nipples a little bit. And then you put your cock in her hand. And she's like, oh, this feels good. I wonder what we could do with this, (laughs) right? (laughs) So it's just... Making sure that she has opportunities to pleasure you as you're pleasuring her and that you're always thinking, get that blood flow in, get that blood flow in. Um, I heard you talk about uh, scheduling, which I found to be kind of interesting because I think people would be like, scheduling sex yeah. like interesting so what's what's that about well i like to call them erotic play dates because if you say let's schedule sex she's going to be like well all you want to do is have intercourse you know and she's not there yet right so you you say hey baby i want to practice yoni massage i want to give you a sensual massage let's do some role play i bought you some laundry and i want you to do a fashion show for me i want you to dance for me or i have a new sex position but i'm not going to show it to you until i give you three orgasms from my fingers or let's try female ejaculation i'm going to try some new fingering techniques on you or i just got this new womanizer with the g-spot piece to it and it's going to be incredible and i'm going to give you some g-spot stimulation I'm going to strap you to the wedge and I'm going to give you pleasure and I'm going to blindfold you. You know, give her a few ideas of things you might do that you can practice that you can learn together. Mm -hmm. When you do new things like that, then it's not just about you getting your rocks off on her. It's about having a fun couple's experience. So the more fun things you can think of to do and offer to her, she'll be like, well, I don't like that. I don't like that. That one's kind of interesting. Or I didn't like any of those, but here's what I want to do. <laughs> That's even better. If you can get her to start thinking of things she'd like to try with you. Power Project family, you know how much we talk about sleep on this podcast. A lot. Because sleep is one of the biggest things that you need for muscle gain, fat loss. I can't believe your cravings. You need good quality sleep. And that's why we are super pumped to be partnering with an amazing sponsor, 8Sleep. Now, 8Sleep is a mattress company that has something called the Pod Pro and the Pod Pro Cover. Okay, this is a cover that regulates the temperature of the mattress. So you can actually sleep cool. And they've done a lot of research showing that people that sleep on the 8Sleep mattresses actually fall asleep 32% faster. But the great thing, too, people, we over here at the Power Project are hot sleepers. And what I mean is that we sweat. We have many times in our old mattresses woken up in a puddle of our own liquids being sweat. And let me tell you, that has not once happened in this eight sleep mattress because it mm-hmm. keeps you cool while you sleep, which helps you get better restful quality sleep. Andrew, tell them more about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So and then another thing also is if you sleep with a partner and they maybe don't run as hot as you, you actually have dual temperature zones. So I can set mine extremely cold. My wife can set hers not as cold, but still cool. And that really is like that in and of itself is like it, it's so helpful. And especially again, like I said, when you sleep with a partner, they're happy. You're happy. You both wake up extremely happy. Everyone's happy. You got to head over to eight sleep dot com slash power project. That's eight spelled out. So E I G H T sleep.com slash power project. And you guys will receive $150 off your pod pro mattresses. Again, eight sleep.com slash power project links to them down in the description, as well as the podcast show notes, head over there right now. 
you know, okay, I heard you mention one thing, um, and I was like, wait, really? Uh, you mentioned all women have the ability to squirt? Yeah. How? Like, can you talk to us about sure. that? Sure. I have a picture. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> squirting picture. I have a squirting picture. Underneath all the penis pumps. Yes. <laughs> okay, so remember when... I showed you the clitoral, the three erectile tissues of the clitoral area. There's the clitoris itself, and then there's the G-spot, which is actually called the urethral sponge. So this is the clitoral sponge, the urethral sponge, and the perineal sponge. I feel like I should say them like this. And this, this tube is actually, it looks like this. Wow. It's... So it's a spongy – you know those pool noodles that the kids use? Yeah. It looks like a pool noodle and it's, it, go, it wraps all the way around her urethra, which is her pee tube, from her bladder all the way out between – here is where it is. That's her clitoris. That's the exit of her urine and her ejaculate and that's her vaginal opening. So it's here, that rosebud is right around here, and it goes up inside the vaginal canal along the top. And these little green things are glands, Skeen's glands. And this is, so the vagina doesn't have any glands in it. It's not self-lubricating. We need blood flow to our pelvic bowl so that we all the blood plasma can seep, the water can seep through our mm. vagina, through the vaginal tissue, and wet us and make us lubricated. It does the same thing in the urethra. It comes down through those skeins glands and empties into the piece, the pee tube, the urethra. And when she has a contraction, out comes the fluid. Just like you ejaculate and urinate out of your penis, we ejaculate and urinate out of our urethra. Our urethra is an innie. Yours is an outie. It's the same pee tube. Yeah. So all women can ejaculate. It's not pee. It just comes out of where your pee comes out of, just like yours does. Mm -hmm. So um, the way that most women like to ejaculate is you have to be totally relaxed. You have to trust your partner. And then you have a lot of stimulation of that tube, that spongy tube, and combining it with clitoral stimulation. The combination is called a blended orgasm. That's the same as what you guys have when you combine prostate stimulation with penile stimulation. You can stimulate your prostate from the outside, in your perineal area, which is what's great about this particular Adam Plus Lux, is that what it's called? Um, that stimulates the perineum from the outside, but you can also go in your rectum and stimulate the prostate up there with toys or fingers. Okay. Yeah. I know, right? Let's talk more about this stuff that's on the table here. Okay. So what are those things you just uh, pointed out? So I brought three prostate stimulators with me. Um, this one is a really basic one, and it looks almost exactly like a G-spot wand mm. because the G-spot is up inside the vagina, and it likes firm pressure. The prostate is up inside your rectum, and it likes firm pressure. It's a little walnut. Let me show you where it is. So here's your urogenital complex. Okay. <laughs> There's your penis. This is your prostate. 
This is your bladder up here, and the tube runs down through your prostate and out your penis. And there's your balls down there. And so there's where you would access it, right up inside toward your abdomen. Also, I want to show you one other thing on this. This is the suspensor ligament, suspensory ligament. And when we talk about penis pumps and penis enlargement, this is what we stretch out with the whopper that gives you more length, not just girth of your penis. So this is the little ligament that you're tugging on when you pump for length. Oh, yeah, okay. it's that the it's the it's the dick lifter. It's the it's the ligament that mm-hmm. gives you that erection. Yeah, it's a stretchy ligament that you can tug on, and it'll drop, and you get more length to your penis in addition to girth when you pump. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So the prostate tools are either so I like these simple ones where it's as a vibrator. Uh, you can easily get this in there, or. You can do this one. It's kind of a hook Whoa. that goes in. Like a it's like cane. a finger. <laughs> it does look like a candy cane. Or this one, which is interesting. It's stuck. It's stuck to your <laughs> table here. But I like this one too because <laughs> it's softer and bendier, but it's also remote control or not remote control, but like wired. And one. so <laughs> your partner could insert this inside you and then they could operate it while they're making love to you and give you blended orgasms and you could just lie there and come. And you can have full body orgasms without ejaculating so that you can come over and over and over again because you can learn how to have orgasms where instead of shooting the energy out, Mm -hmm. you're bringing that energy back in and letting it run through your body so you're having full body orgasms. Quick question about that. Uh, Well, I guess I'll I'll, Mm -hmm. uh, take a look at this too in a second. (laughs) But when you were mentioning um, uh, ED before, um, in the past, I tried out, uh, uh, I looked up Kegels for Mm -hmm. men. And I've actually found that like strengthening the pelvic floor was really fucking helpful. Oh, yeah. So, so what are some ways that, uh, or techniques for men to do outside of sex yeah. that can help them strengthen their pelvic floor? Because yeah. isn't that a way that you can stop yourself from coming? Yes. So, um, stop yourself from ejaculating. Ejaculating. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, the technique that we teach is called the me breath. And it's, um, it helps you. Nassim, it's funny. Uh, It helps you. um, You should have seen your eyes. You're all like, "Woo, that made noise." Um, uh, He's playing with the prostate massager. If you're on a podcast and you're not watching, (laughs) but his eyes just kind of lit up. He's like, "Oh, that's interesting." There's a combination of things that you do together so that you can hold back your urge to ejaculate. Um, most guys ejaculate faster than they want to, and they want to learn how to not have that like need to do that and still have orgasms. And the me breath is three things together. It's very similar to a golf swing or learning how to drive a car. It's a squeezing of the PC muscle, the pubococcygeus muscle, which is the Kegel muscle, the, you know, tighten your butt right now and you can tighten that thing up uh that's a squeeze but if you breathe one of the biggest issues for guys when they're feeling like they have to come is they stop breathing yeah they're all like ah and the more tense you are the more you ejaculate not the less so the breathing being able to do that and then 
pelvic rocking. So rocking. A lot of guys are super stiff in their pelvis and they're, they're like this instead of like that where they're like, uh, you know, really able to like get a lot of movement in yeah. their pelvis. So when a man learns to get a lot of movement, like Elvis movement or what have you, you know, when they get that movement and they're loose and then they're breathing and then they know how to squeeze that muscle and contract it, they can keep everything and slow it all down and take that turn on and bring it up into their body. And so it's that combination of things. And you practice that during masturbation. And then when you're making love and you're already rocking your pelvis, then you can do the squeeze and the breathe and you can keep going without ejaculating. And pretty soon you can bring that turn on up and into your body and you can just have these incredible orgasms that don't require you to ejaculate and make it all end. So that's basically the concept. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And well, I guess Mark's about to. Mark's lighten up the fucking rocket ship over there. Before we talk about the rocket ship, do we have a spot? Whoa! Whoa, You know what? Fire up the rocket ship. (laughs) Feel it. It won't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Touch it. So you put. Okay. You gotta gotta get that off. (laughs) I got it. Oh, no, now we got to use it. Or you oh, can there unplug you go. It. Okay, so this is the Phoenix, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I call it the dick lifter. What does that do? I've seen ads yeah. for it before. Uh, what does it do? So here's what happens over time. It looks like a spaceship. I know. It looks. It's a really nice design, and it didn't hurt at all when you touched it. No, it didn't right? hurt. So it didn't it's, hurt. the thing is that what it is is it's acoustic wave. It's an acoustic wave device. Sound waves. Sometimes they're called shock wave. This was yeah. developed for like getting rid of kidney stones and things like that. And what what happens with your penis is that you end up getting plaque in your vascular system, and the first place that it really clogs up is your penis Whoa. and so you don't get the blood flow the most common kind of erectile dysfunction is called a venous leak and essentially the way your dick works is those three chambers the blood shoots down in there and it swells up a little and it locks the blood in and it the the tissue the smooth muscle tissue inside your blood vessels is mm-hmm. called your endothelial system and that can get covered with plaque. Essentially, what happens is you have bacteria in your mouth that go into your bloodstream. And when you eat fats, it makes them stick on the blood vessels mm-hmm. and then they calcify and the muscle tissue gets stiff and it can't lock off anymore. And so you could get hard, but you can't stay hard. You get like floppy. You just can't get enough blood flow to stay in. Mm-hmm. That's the most common kind of ED. There's also other issues like nerve damage from diabetes and other things like that. But the most common thing is this plaque in the vascular system. So what this device does, this dick lifter does, is it essentially – knocks the plaque off the vascular system and it does you guys know about hormesis yeah Yeah. so what it does is it makes micro damage of the penile tissue then your own growth factors and your own you know cytokines call your to your body to come do repair and it builds new tissue new nerve tissue because we've talked a lot about premature ejaculation but for older men 
Delayed ejaculation, difficulty achieving climax is a big issue. Sensitivity loss, like I just can't get there. So that's because there's nerve damage over time too. And so the, the, what the shock waves do, the acoustic waves, the sound waves, they're loud. They sound like a hammer, but they don't really hurt, but they send in acoustic waves that knock off the plaque and do that hormesis, do that little bit of damage. Your body repairs it and then you get more blood flow again and you get the ability to have new tissue and new sensation and rebuild. And, um, you can go to a place and get a gains wave series of treatments. That's where you go to the doctor and they have the big $50,000 machine. Mm. But there are, there are some guys who are like, just do it for me. And there are other guys who are like, nobody's touching my dick. I'm doing it myself. I need a tool for that. There's a tool for that. I got to get that. And some people are like, they live in a place where there's no gains wave doctors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can either do it yourself, DIY or done for you, right? You do. Mm-hmm. It's either one of those yeah. and both work. But I also like to add on. Always a supplement, a citrulline supplement, not arginine. So both of them create nitric oxide, but I like the citrulline better for men over 40. That's what the reports say. And a lot of people who have herpes, which is a very – there's lots of herpes viruses and that arginine can exacerbate – I mean a lot of bodybuilders use arginine for the pump, right? It builds the blood flow so you get the pump and you get the big veiny, bulgy muscles, which I love. You want to – Veiny, bulgy dick. That's what you're going for. I mean, when a woman sees a veiny, bulgy dick, she's all like, ah, that just looks good, right? So it's the same thing. We just like the pump. We like it. You like it. Everybody likes it. That's blood flow. That's vitality. That's like, ah, you know? And so you want that for your dick. Okay. So the combination of taking a really good blood flow supplement, I brought you mine. It's called Flow. And I can have unlimited supplies of as much of it as you want. Nice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I tell a lot of guys who are taking Viagra, you may you may never need to take Viagra again, or you may be able to mini dose the Viagra. You mean you, oh, the standard Viagra is like sixty milligrams. Guys are taking sixty milligrams; they're waking up with a headache, they got sinuses. Mm-hmm. Where maybe you can get down to twenty milligrams or even ten milligrams by just taking a, a nitric oxide booster. So take that. Do your your dick lifter or do your gains wave and then use a pump. Mm-hmm. Use your penis pump because that does also essentially increases the blood carrying capacity of your dick. It's like pumping up your bicep and you got a lot of good, you're getting good blood flow everywhere. Yeah. You're getting that in your dick. You're concentrating and filling up your dick with blood using a vacuum to pull the blood into your dick. And then you strap it off and then you let it sit there and then when you take it off and it comes out the next time you get a heart on it's got a little bit more blood flow in it and then it also does tiny little bit of damage which mm. heals and makes your penis bigger so it it's good for penis enlargement and reversing erectile dysfunction doesn't sound bad and you it know, feels good i know a lot of people probably think some of these things are bullshit <laughs> or they used to think they're bullshit and there's right. more information coming out yeah all the time, but the Phoenix is something that's recommended by like doctors. I've seen Ben Greenfield talk about it. Dave Asprey talk about it and the penis pump. Yeah. We had a a guest on the show a while back. That's kind of how some of this came to be. Yeah. Uh, We got a lot of attention for just kind of joking about it really initially. And then uh, the, the, 
uh, guests that we had on the show, like explained, no, this can really be super beneficial. Oh, yeah. And then we started kind of talking about this kind of stuff more and more. But the response that we've gotten has been really good. I mean, we, we are having fun. We are laughing about it and stuff like that because uh, it can be awkward because some of these things can be awkward to talk about. But Not for uh, me. A lot of, well, yeah, that's, that's what you do. But a lot of people are um, getting great results out of it. And they're, they're you know, get, maybe getting themselves past like something that was, uh, you know, really plaguing them and really being a real problem. It was funny. About a year ago, I was, I was in a mastermind. And in that mastermind, there were a lot of people in the bodybuilding space who had information products and supplements and all kinds of things. And I was on a bus. We were going to one of the venues. I think we were going to the Porsche racing track. It was super fun. Mm. We got to do, we got to go in with drivers and drive on the Porsche racing track all day. Mm -hmm. And I heard two guys talking behind me, big, big, burly buff guys, real, you know, leaders in their field. And one guy was like, yeah, have you gotten a gains wave yet? And this was, this was probably a couple of years ago before the, the Phoenix was out. And, um, the guy's like, oh, yeah, I go in every year and get that done. And it's like a part – I call it hashtag self-care down there. Men are realizing that they're taking care of their bodies. You know, They're eating well. They're, they're in great shape. And yet they, they're not doing anything for their penis. Why not? And so it's definitely something that men are becoming more aware of. But I brought this Chinese penis pump. This is a very cheap, junky Mm. pump with one size cylinder, and you get this in an adult store, and it has no gauge. You don't know what your vacuum pressure is. It's not going to fit really very many people. There's no room to grow. And this is what guys bought, and they did a pump, and they did it wrong, and they didn't know what they were doing, and they didn't keep up with it, and they didn't have any results. And then they're like, it's all bullshit. Or they broke their dick. But the thing is, it's or they hurt their dick. The thing is, I have, if you're listening, you can't see what's in front of me, so I'll just describe it. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five cylinders that all work with this pump system. This is called the Whopper because you get the right size for your penis, and then you use a bigger cylinder. You put your penis in it, and you pump for 10 minutes, pump it up, and then go flaccid, massage your dick. Go to the next pump. You don't have to do all five. You only do two, but you get the right size. And then you put your testicles and your penis in the bigger one. And that's what sucks on that suspensor ligament and gives you the length. You need the big cylinder with your balls in it for length. If you only want girth and you're happy with length, then you only have to pump with one cylinder. And you pump every other day for 13 weeks. It takes about a half hour because you've got to do 10 minutes. It's a lot of working out right there. It is a lot of working out. It's a commitment. But, I mean, guys are like, I got out of the shower and I caught a glimpse <laughs> of my cock. And I'm like, whose cock was that? <laughs> That's what we've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> this thing shocks the fuck out of you. It yeah. Da- you're, the base of your cock gets really nice and thick right away. That's the first thing you notice. And for a lot of guys, they've gotten hurt from rough sex and they've gotten a kink or a break or a little crunch in the Mm. corpus cavernosums Mm -hmm. or what have you. Mm -hmm. Yowza! Mm -hmm. And this helps fix those kinds of things. It helps Mm. fix the bends and all that stuff. But you have to get the right size cylinders for your for your needs and you have to if you want length you've got to use the big get all your junk in it cylinder. Now what's interesting is that women 
We have mechanoreceptors in our vagina that like it when you stretch us out, when you enter us and penetrate us. One of the pleasures of it is that we can feel the stretch. So it's not really that length is so important to us as as girth. We're girls mostly want a girthy cock, yeah. not necessarily that it has to be super long. So some guys want both. Women generally are just like, give me something nice and fat. So just so you know, because I yeah. mean, a lot of guys think they've got to look like a porn star and and you don't not to give a woman a lot of pleasure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a nice large one, though. Wow. It's OK, too. What's uh, what's going on with some of these <laughs> yeah. other things we got going on? Here? Well, so those are not for micro penises. Those little things <laughs> are nipple and clitoral and vulva pumps. So this one, it, then it really doesn't matter. You just put it on whatever part works, but you can actually, <laughs> pump, some women have inverted nipples, but you can pump your clit mm. up. And this one, this one is vulva. It goes right on top of the whole outer labia and mons, mm. and you can bring all the blood into your vulva. You can bring blood into your clit and you can, I mean, the clit is a mini penis. It literally is a mini penis. It's, yeah. a, it's a glands and a shaft. And the bigger and fatter that thing gets, the more pleasure it has. Yeah. So you can pump your clit. And there's a lot of couples who they pump up together. <laughs> it's so interesting. You'd be surprised what people do. And then this is the head enlarger. So for some guys, they're like, okay, well, I like the size of my dick, but the head's really tiny. Can I just pump the head? And you're like, yeah, you can just pump the head. Or now that I've pumped my dick up, I even want my head to be even bigger and meatier. What do I do? Use the head enlarger. So it's just a system of pumps that work mm -hmm. really well. It's amazing what you can do with your body, <laughs> as I, you know. <laughs> I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, because we've had a, a guest, Leo, he talked about the bib hanger, um, or it's 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 a specific device that literally you, you put it on and it's supposed to pull directly on the suspensory ligament. Yeah. But you mentioned the big pump that you put your balls and your dick in. Yeah. That deals with lengthening that suspensory yeah. ligament. So you wouldn't need another type of device for that. You just well, you can always add uh, an extender. Okay. To your regime, if that's what you're really into, there are many men who are really into penis enlargement. And I get a lot of pictures of a lot of giant penises. And it's incredible what guys can do with their penises. I mean, they really do transform them unbelievably. These things look like sea serpents. They're like, <laughs> and they're very proud of it. And I don't, I'm, I'm like probably the only woman in the world who's like, I'll take your dick pic. Send it to me. I don't mind. I like to see them. I've yeah, seen yeah. thousands of them because guys are always like, can I send you a picture of my dick? And will you look at it and tell me if you think it's okay? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, sure. Uh, your dick's great, dude. It looks great. At least they ask. Yeah. That's well, good. not That's, always, yeah. but it's okay no. too. I don't mind. But uh, now I'm going to get 50 million yeah. dick pics probably. <laughs> but a lot of guys, they don't have anybody to talk to and they think there might be something wrong. And I'm like, no, your dick is totally normal and perfect. It looks great. And they're like, thank you. Hey, real talk. There's a lot of dick insecurity because of porn. Like when I was younger, I like, I mean, I watched a lot of porn when I was younger. So I was like, damn, those are some fat dicks. 
Exactly. Damn. <laughs> you know? I know. And then guys think that's what they need to satisfy a woman and it makes me feel really sad. I, If you want to have a big dick, I want you to have one. If you if you feel bad that you're not good enough, I don't like that. Mm. I just want to support you in whatever. I want to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. I mean, not one-on-one. I don't help you. I just try to provide good quality products and let you know things are possible. And... I also tell you how not to hurt yourself because you can hurt yourself pumping your penis. And so I ha- I've written a book. I've helped thousands and thousands and thousands of men understand the right way to do it. And I think that thing's been downloaded close to 40,000 copies mm. now. It's at pumpingguide.com and it, it, it explains how to do it, the 10 minutes on, the 10 minutes off, don't ejaculate after, mm-hmm. how to strap it in, how not to do it too much, how not to overpump, what vacuum pressure for how long, over 13 weeks, follow the plan. Because, okay, I don't have to tell you guys this. You know that if a guy is going to get a direction and you're going to be like, go to a negative two vacuum, he's going to be like, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to negative 4,673 because mm-hmm. yeah. I can take it. You know, and it's like, and then they hurt themselves. So a guy just emailed me and he's like, I know you say to only pump for 10 minutes. Can I do it for 30? I'm like, dude, no. You can't. Stop doing that. <laughs> like, follow the directions. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's serious. It works, but you have to be careful. Not real talk. It, do- it does work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've used it and it's it works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with something like the uh, like the the uh, the Phoenix, yeah. uh, I'm not sure the, the full name, yeah. but that uh, that jackhammer over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you use that as like a preventative thing? Like, if everything's okay right now, is that something that maybe I don't know a dude in about 36 should start using it just in case? I'm 36, well, by the way. <laughs> you will. <laughs> so for I love to call it the dick lifter because I think it's so cute. But the um, the thing that you can use it for is. Making sure that you are not getting arterial plaque Mm. in your penile arteries and it will also, also give you a bit more heft. It'll give you a, it gives Mm. you more blood flow. It gives you a firmer erection and it will, it does some hormesis. So it's going to give you more tissue. It's going to give you more penile fortitude all around. So if you're 36 and you're in great shape and you're not seeing any diminishment, I wouldn't bother. But by the time you're 40, 45, your testosterone's dropping, you're starting to get a little sarcopenia, you're getting a little pl- arterial plaque, you're not exercising like you used to, faux shizzle. Do mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Yeah, it's a good maintenance campaign. Whether you use the the Phoenix or you use the, the Whopper or you use a combination of those things, at, the number one thing <clears throat> is if you're over 40, Eat leafy greens and get your blood pumping. I mean, really, that's the number one thing to do because you need the nitric oxide for the blood flow. Mm. That's what Viagra is. It's a nitric oxide, uh, essentially, producer, yeah. if you will. Um, what have you seen uh, in, terms of, in terms of like uh, hormone replacement? Have you yeah. uh, kind of talked about that before? Or? Yeah. Like uh, with women, I know there's some women that will take testosterone to try to get their, oh, there, oh, there we go. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I love to take testosterone. That's why you're looking at us like that. Okay. <laughs> How am I looking at you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm not. <laughs> I um, uh, So bioidentical hormone replacement, mm-hmm. HRT or BHRT, 
is great for the masculine and the feminine bodies. And some, it, it's really kind of like a religious thing in a way. Some people are like totally against it and other people are like, yeah, I want some exogenous hormones. I'm in the, yeah, I want some exogenous hormones. I'm 60 years old and I am still putting on muscle and I am still kicking ass. And You're not 60 years old. I am 60 Get years of, old. Get out of but town. But thank you for saying that. I no, seriously. You look amazing. Well, amazing. Yeah. Well, I think a part of it is hormones because I take estrogen to when you take estrogen replacement, you want to take two kinds, est- estradiol and estro- est- estrol and estradiol. You don't want to take estrone. That's the one that gives you breast cancer. Mm. You can take testosterone and you have to balance it with progesterone. But you always have to work with a doctor mm. to give you your labs so that you understand what your levels are and then what makes you feel good. Mm. So Just the same with testosterone. And for men, I always think that if you take testosterone, I know the pellets are really popular, but they're sticking something in you and then it's declining over time and then you're jacking up the testosterone again and then it's declining over time and then you're jacking it up and it's declining over time because it's, I think, better to put it in a cream and just put a little bit on the end of your finger and stick it in your butt. If a guy's not afraid to touch his butt, which, why would you be? It's your body. It's your butt. It's you true. should get comfortable with your whole body. Um, for those guys, they can titrate the testosterone to get it to the point where they feel good, where they're not taking too much. That's the same with like trochies and all the un- sublingual testosterone. You can take too much and then you're stuck with the prescription that is not enough or it's too mm. much or what have you. So being able to kind of titrate it yourself is good. I mean, you should try to make your own testosterone. Lift heavy things, right? (laughs) What has testosterone done for you, do you think? Well. And how do you take it? Is it a shot or is it a cream? I rub a cream on my clit every morning. And um, I think that it's made me more fearless, more of a badass. It's helped me keep muscle and build muscle. Um, it's increased my confidence. It's increased my zest for life. It's increased my clitoral sensation and orgasmic intensity. But I've also had six O shots to my clitoris. Do you know about PRP, the Priapus shot? I've heard, and the but orgasm tell us, shot. Tell, I, I don't know about all that stuff. No. So, have you heard of PRP, platelet-rich yeah, plasma? Yeah. You can get it like in your joints mm-hmm. and stuff. If you've screwed up your joints, it's really good for those kind of low blood, it's low your, blood flow It's areas. your own blood and they your spin it and they oxygenate it or something like that and then they shoot it back into you, right? Exactly. They take, the, they take off the red and the white blood cells and they leave you with your – essentially your growth factors mm-hmm. and the cytokines that call to your stem cells to come repair things. So it's great for like – tears, meniscal tears and things like that, you know, osteo type of things. But you can also get PRP in your head, in your scalp to help regrow your hair. You can get it in your face and your neck, Mm. any place where you want to have smoother, more youthful skin. And you can have it injected into your penis and into your clitoral structure. They're spongy. It doesn't hurt because they numb you with lidocaine. Mm-hmm. Still, <laughs> anything, anything just stabbing my dick is just. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, every man <laughs> standing here is shaking yeah. their head and going, "Ooh, I'm not sure." <laughs> um, 
But th- what it does is it brings growth factors into that erectile tissue yeah. and it reconstitutes the tissue. Mm. It's regenerative medicine. Whether you're talking about pumping or you're talking about acoustic wave or you're talking about the PRP, all of them are basically just reversing the atrophy of aging. As we shrivel up and we shrink, our genitals are shrinking, right? our penis is shrinking, our vagina, our vulva, our clitoral system is shrinking. So when we bring in growth factors mm. to build new tissue, it reverses atrophy. Wow. Yeah. How often do you get labs done? Just curious, like for you to know your own levels of everything. I usually do. I usually do hormone labs once a year. Once a year. I also like the organic acid test. Have you guys heard about organic acid test? No. It's very interesting. It's um. It's a. It measures a lot of your uh, bio systems. It measures your fatty acid levels. It measures your Krebs cycles, so you can see how much ATP you're making, mm. and if there's anything, if you have any issues with making more ATP, like if you've got chronic fatigue or low energy or what have you, it uh, ch- checks your microbiome. It checks your um, like toxin levels from things like mercury and molds and mm. other things like that. It's a really big panel that gives you a lot of data about a lot of the functions and systems in your body. And I like to get one of those every year so mm. that I can see how I'm doing with mitochondrial health and all of that. How long have you been using testosterone for? Over a decade. And and then how do you feel it? it uh if it has at all, like what has it done for your mental health? Oh, well, I mean, I, I think, I think I've always been a little bit of a barbarian, a little bit of a, like, uh, you know, just like, ah, you know, and I love that feeling. And I think it's allowed me to continue to be the person that I am, which is just kind of a badass. So, um, and, um, my sex life's really incredible, and I'm having the best orgasms of my life. And um, I definitely think between the estrogen keeping all my tissue plump and the testosterone keeping my turn-on high, that because I have such a great sex life, it kind of fuels my creativity and my and, and overall my self-confidence because I kind of walk in the world as a person who feels like really powerful and rooted and sexy and confident and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that all just makes me feel good. And I, I think the testosterone and the estrogen both contribute to that. And the progesterone helps me sleep at night. So my sleep is just mm. great. Oh, wow. So, okay. I, you know, I eat organic food. I'm a fabulous cook. I get exercise. I sleep well. I have a mm-hmm. great sex life. I've got a lot of creative energy. I'm happy. Um, and I, I think that having a good hormone balance really adds to all of that. And I think having good sex uh, adds to having a good hormone balance and just Definitely. feeling good every day. That's well, great. and I love semen because one of the great things about semen is <laughs> Mark's like, oh, my God, this girl, I cannot believe her. But one of the things that's really cool, one of my girlfriends, Dr. Devaki Lindsay Berkson, wrote a book called Sexy Brain. And in it, she talks about how many great things are inside your ejaculate. And it's super good for women because we have vaginal mucosa that's like a sponge. And when you come inside us, we're all like, we get serotonin. We get testosterone. We get luteinizing hormone that regulates our menses. We get zinc, which is great for brain and cognitive function. You guys give us 
a load of value, literally and figuratively, <laughs> a load of valuable things that we love that keep us happy, mm-hmm. healthy, and functioning well. There was a girl years ago that was an Olympic lifter, and she got popped for performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm not on anything. It's my boyfriend. Oh, and she claimed <laughs> that could be legit. Man. I know it could very well could be. We're like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Any, any uh, negative side effects from testosterone? Because I've heard like some women might experience like getting hair and that sort of thing. Yeah, if you start to get uh, like facial hair, hair yeah. or acne, you need to back off. Which but is you, why I like a cream. Yeah. But you take such a minor dose, mm-hmm. you probably don't really have much, right? No. Yeah. By the way, guys, we work with Merrick Health. They're a telehealth company that we do all our labs with them. We have a panel with them that you can get a lot of different things checked, a male and female panel. Um, and what was the test that you talked about? I'm curious if they have it. The, there's a specific- Organic acid test. Yeah, Great we should check it out. Yeah. They might it. have something like that. Yeah. yeah. We should check if they have that. But yeah. guys, if you guys want to get your labs done, you need to go ahead and yeah. get that done with Merrick. So Andrew, tell mm-hmm. the people how to get it. Please. Yeah, real quick. Just at MerrickHealth.com. It's M-A-R-E-K Health.com. And if you want the Power Project panel, which is what we recommend because it's a it's a whole crazy world out there, right? You don't know exactly what labs to get. And then once you get the labs, you don't even know what the hell to do with it. So Merrick takes care of all of that. So head over to MerrickHealth.com slash Power Project for the Power Project panel. And then when you guys check out, use promo code Power Project for $101 off of that panel. Links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. Nice. Yeah, I love that. And I think uh, for a lot of guys, when they take testosterone and their doctor runs a blood test mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, your testosterone's 400, you're fine. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'd be like, maybe you want to be up at like 1,000, 1,200. I mean, just because I'm supposed to be 400 at my age, NGDL, yeah. 400 NGDL for my age, mm-hmm. why do I want to have the testosterone of my age? Why not have the testosterone of my youth? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing that you have to watch out for when you go to a regular doctor if you're not getting your test through Merrick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, cause regular doctors aren't trained to do testosterone replacement therapy for living a kick-ass life. You're trying to be more optimal ranges rather than like this low, normal, whatever exactly. bullshit thing that someone made up exactly. a long time ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your, uh, in your email, you had mentioned something about a P-spot. Have we covered that one already? P-spot is the prostate. So oh, okay. Got did. it. The prostate is your, your G-spot. So I showed you some prostate tools, internal and external, and um, that's definitely – don't ignore your back door. Yeah, guys. I, <laughs> like, there's this guy, Tristan Schull, at the old super training gym. Of and Yep, yep, yep. And I, I don't know. It was like five years ago. And Tristan was talking to me and some a few other people, but he was like looking at me, and he's like, and Seema, one of these days, man, you got you to gotta have your girl stick her finger in your butt. I'm yeah. Like, what? He's like, yeah, man. It feels amazing. I'm yep. like – Okay, there has to be something there. And I mean, I honestly think that like... Great guy to get advice from. Great guy to get advice from. These toys, they look uh, pretty... Mm, they, they look pretty scary. A little but, intimidating. Hey. This? Yeah, yeah, it looks a little intimidating. You stick Your up that butt. Your are bigger than yeah. this. I know they are. Trust me, I got pics. But uh, like what I'm saying is like for it's all the dudes... Like a little microphone. Yeah, for all the dudes that are looking at this shit like, ooh, that's... You know, typical guy. Like, that's just like, mm, no. Hey, I think I might give this a shot. Good. 
Because there's a ton of guys out there having peace spot orgasms who are loving it. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. So then is the orgasm similar? Like, like, because you said it's like a full body, like internal thing. Because like, I I don't know, like I've gotten massages that feel great, especially from Mark and Seema. They give great massages. But like, it doesn't compare. We double team them. Yeah. There is some some DP. Uh, But it doesn't compare to like that full on ejaculation where it's just like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep now because I have no more energy in my whole body. It enhances your ejaculatory orgasm. Okay. So you'll come mm. even harder and better with addition of the prostate. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, just try it if you want to, but you yeah. don't have mm-hmm. to. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Most men are quite happy with their ejaculatory one-and-done orgasm. Mm. I'm like, there's 20 kinds. They're like, I oh, know, I'm good. But women are like, there's 20. I've only had seven. Which ones can I have? It's And guys are like, oh, there's 20 for women. I want to give her all 20. But yeah. they don't want it themselves. <laughs> guys give up their own pleasure to give a woman pleasure. But what they don't realize is that the more orgasmic they are, the more they're actually going to turn her on. So um, they're like, okay, well, I want you to moan for me so I get the feedback and I can hear how I'm doing. Okay, well. Why don't you moan for me too so I know you're having a good time? Like the more you amp it up for them, the more you'll get turned on, the better your orgasms will be, and the more you'll trigger her orgasms like that tuning fork. What are some things that uh, women can do to get the guy more excited? Like we talked in the other direction a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. What are some things that, uh, I don't know, might get the guy more excited? Because mentioned, we've mentioned many times that the guy a lot of times just is excited. Yeah. But Well, it's hard it, I, are you asking for how can a woman give a man who wants to have sex with her even better sex? Yeah, so, yeah, that kind of thing. I'd say um, moaning, um, dirty talk, um, dressing up in sexy outfits for him. I think there's a bunch of guys listening around. They're like, yep, mm-hmm. we're super visual. Uh, so, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So <laughs> slutty lingerie, slutty mm-hmm. stripper shoes. You don't have to walk around the house in them. You just have to wear them in bed. Or you could walk around the house in them. Or you can walk <laughs> around the house in them. <laughs> I'm joking. You could totally cook a steak in them, make dinner that way. <laughs> Tell him you want him. Tell him he's hot. He wants to be wanted. He wants to know you want him. Um, he doesn't want to pu- push himself on you. He doesn't want to always be the instigator. Number one thing for guys is they don't always want to have to initiate sex. They want you to initiate sex. Um, surrendering, being super slutty in the bedroom and having them for guys though they can't contract around that they have to be you know willing to and loving her doing that or he'll shut her down um riding him dominating him he likes to let go sometimes and be used Mm -hmm. for your pleasure um that that's a big one um suggesting new ideas um, hey, I want you to get this toy and I want to try it or I want to have sex in a weird place. I want to try a new sex position. So variety is also a really big one for guys too. Yeah. They want that. How do married couples, because um, you, you hear a lot like 
men sometimes say, you know, everything was great before, and then once we got married, things just slowed down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so why, do you, why does that happen, and how can individuals who are married and maybe their physical relationship isn't like it used to be, how can they bring that back? Because yeah. a lot of people talk about that. Yeah. Um, boredom is the death of your sex life. And um, it's difficult because I can say, um, you know, variety and in introducing things, but he'll be like, well, she doesn't want to do anything. I, mm. I, I suggested then she's like, a no. And so it, that's where you have to get back to that, you know, fierce intimacy. Like, honey, you know, it, this we've got each other. I need I need to have you try things. You, you know? both have to talk about stuff that probably kind of hard, and somebody might get their feelings hurt. Yeah, um, but I would say generally it's just um, always thinking about crazy, fun, new shit you can do together. Mm-hmm. And um, what we love is when you take us on an experience, when you give us a ride, when you create something really fun, when you come up with ideas, uh, when you lead us, when you t- encourage us, when you tell us how sexy we are and, and you move us forward. That helps a lot. Um, People need encouragement and, and we need that from our partners. We both need that. Mm-hmm. So, um, treating your sex life like it's as important as other parts of your relationship and not falling into a rut. Okay. Cool. With, awesome. With the, um, like the, the male pumps, you know, it, it just seems like it's just overall healthy to get more blood in, you know, down in your dick and all that good stuff. Yeah. Is it the same for women? Like to use that, um, that other cup and get more blood flow just in general, is just like really good for your health. Yes. Um, the penis is a little bit more, it's more beneficial for a penis. The vulva, you can rub it and get the tissue in, um, it's not so much about expanding the blood carrying capacity of the vulva as it is about getting the blood into it, getting her tissue engorged. Mm-hmm. So the vulva pumps are good, but the penis pumps are incredible. Mm. Got it. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm curious about is like you, know, you came here with your husband, but you also have a boyfriend and a girlfriend here. Yeah. And you know, nowadays I've found that or I've seen that um, open relationships have become more I guess not, they're not mainstream, but people talk about it more. I've also seen a lot of individuals within like my age group, at least attempt it and crash and burn horribly. Uh, So there must be something that you've been doing within the dynamic that you guys all have that allows you guys to do this in a healthy way uh, and still love each other and, and be successful with it. So, and I've, I've even heard of people like, opening up their relationship because things were bad, right? And that doesn't necessarily sound like a good idea either. So how have you managed to do this with everyone so successfully? Well, Tim and I have been together, been married for 28 years, together for 30 years. And we had a very, very good relationship before we opened it up. Mm. And when we opened it up 15 years ago, we um, did a lot of things wrong and we learned what not to do as much as what to do. And it's never easy because you have four people instead of two people. In our particular, we're in a monogamous pod. We call it the quad pod. Okay. We, we, the four of us are partnered together. The men are straight. And the, we don't have sex with anybody outside of the four of us. So we're monogamous together. Mm. And, um, 
we're older, we're more willing to tell our truths and to, you know, whenever you have a problem, it's usually because for me, whenever I have a problem with something, it's usually because I'm an asshole. (laughs) So it's hardly ever my partners. It's Mm -hmm. pretty much me being an asshole. And, um, so many things are tangled up in jealousy, which are things that usually they don't completely go away, but they are diminished as you get a little older. Yes. Get you're, more mature. You, you're, um, we're mature. Yeah. And we find it more fun to be together, the four of us. And it's like a plus up. It was funny. We have a 24-year-old daughter and um, we never really let her know we were open. And when she was about... 22 she said are you guys in an open relationship and and we said i said yeah we are and that was it but then just this last year she got to meet our partners and she said i actually think it's more fun with the four of you than it is with just the two of you (laughs) i like being with you guys it's a lot of fun you know it's even more interesting i love your people Mm -hmm. and i think we just all bring so many loving aspects to our relationship and we all love each other and we all have fun together and we have sexy times together and we travel together and it's just when you've been married with for 30 years to someone it's nice to have other people and new relationship energy and new fun sexy times and things like that so for us it's very additive and it works really well and we're all extremely happy and it's very loving and very sexy and very fun but it's not for everybody, and I usually don't – like I told you guys because they're coming with me because we're on our way up to Tahoe together yeah. on the way coming by here. But I, I usually don't talk about it, and I'm not externally uh, like a poly person. People mm-hmm. ask me questions. I answer them, but I'm not like a poly coach or any of those kinds of things yeah. um, because – it's so specific to the two people or the three people or the four people and your level of risk and how emotionally stable you are. And there's just so many dynamics that I don't even want to be in that. And I don't want people to feel bad just because I have a boyfriend and a girlfriend with mm-hmm. my husband. I don't want other people to be like, well, I'm triggered now because I don't have that. So you think you're so great or whatever. I, don't, I just don't even yeah. get into it mostly. Okay. So I'm just a happy little girl. <laughs> and with very your, well loved yeah and you know going through your website there's an amazing amount of courses that all look really cool yeah. and uh i think there could be probably choice anxiety there <laughs> so for for a man or woman that's listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and they're like god damn susan has so many good things on this site yeah. where should they maybe get started if yeah. there's a starting point well everybody's so different you know, somebody might be like, I really want to t- have my woman ejaculate and I want to learn that with her. So female liquid orgasm, or we're just looking for something to spice up our sex life and we want to learn some new techniques. So maybe that's the steamy sex ed video collection, which by the way, I'll give you guys all this stuff. So anything you want, just let me know. You can have an unlimited VIP membership to all our stuff. But um, thank you. Let's go. Let's go. That's fantastic. <laughs> So steamy is good because it shows 200 lovemaking techniques. And people, what I've realized is most people actually have a pretty good sex life. They just need some ideas. Mm. They just need a couple new Mm -hmm. things to try. Like, oh, the Lord of the Rings thing looks really good. I'm going to try that on my husband or whatever it is. It's just you, you run out of ideas and you need new stuff. I always say what I provide is inspiration 
per, and permission. Those are the two things. It's like, I, I tell you, it's okay to want what you want. Mm-hmm. And here's a bunch of ideas you might want to try. And then people are like, I'm off to the races. That's what I needed. Thank you so much. So expanded orgasm is the clitoral stroking practice that Tim yeah. and I have been doing for almost 20 years. That one's incredible for women who need to expand their orgasmic capacity. That's like being a big wave orgasm surfer. That's where instead of just being like a now I'm done or maybe even like, oh, I can have a couple of those. Now you're just coming the whole time. Hmm. This is what teaches you how to really stay in and massively expand your orgasmic capacity for pleasure. So there's that. That one's a really good one. Um, Then there's ones like how do I get my wife to want me for sex again? That's Reviver Drive. Mm -hmm. The Passion Patch, the Blowjob Secret, which is about throat gasms. Mm. Like people are like, no shit, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm not just doing him. I can come too. Oh, that's interesting. How do I do that? You know, so what I try to do is I try to be available for whatever you think you need and wherever you want to come into my world. I'm here. I got something for it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a free free video on my YouTube channel or a program or a free ebook like Thrust in Time that Andrew mm-hmm. enjoyed so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Highly recommend it. Highly good. <laughs> I know. It's a great technique. It is. Um it feels good for everybody. <laughs> I want to do it right now. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> that testosterone's talking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just try to meet people wherever they are and give them something that is like, ah. and what I love is little hinges that swing big doors. I like... One simple thing you can do, just count to 10 and fuck her, right? You know, like that. Mm -hmm. If it's that easy and she comes, you're like, dude, what else you got? You know? (laughs) So I really like to make things simple. Here's exactly what one of the reasons I love to work with men is that with men, they're like, all right, what do I need to do? And you're like, you need to do this, this, and this. And they're like, got it. With women, they're like, now, let me ask you a question. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right. What? So I just, I've gravitated. I help women a lot. Women yeah. are, I'd say 40% of my fan base is women. 60% of my fan base is men. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. The, I, because the dude's like, how do I make my dick bigger? I'm like, well, here you go. You just get this thing and take this thing and you're done. And you're like, oh my God, look at the pictures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Before yeah. and afters. Exactly. Yeah. What, what I freaking love about this conversation, anytime we've talked about penis pumping or anything before, because you said permission, and it's sort of like yeah. we're kind of green lighting dudes to start actually taking care of their dicks. Because yeah. a lot of the comments was like, oh, that seems cool. I'll guess I'll give it a try. When in actuality, you know, they've been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, man. But because we're kind of giving them the okay, yeah. like I think it, we're making a lot of healthy dicks in the world right oh, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I promise it works. It, yeah. It works. Whether it's just getting you back to where you used to be or taking you where you want to go. Um, it's nice to know that you can trust the system because you're drawing blood into your penis and you're increasing the blood carrying capacity of your penis. And when you're increasing your blood carrying capacity in any part of your body, you're pumping it up. Mm -hmm. So did you mention you got more sensation too? Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know it's different. Also it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And it's a quality thing too. So yeah. 
Andrew, take us on out of here, buddy. Sure thing. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Uh, please make sure you like, uh, comment, do all that good stuff just in case any of this gets suppressed by any platform. So do us a solid, mm-hmm. a solid. And uh, make sure you guys do that and subscribe. If you guys are not subscribed, turn on all those damn notifications so that way you don't miss anything. Please follow the podcast at Mark Wells Power Project on Instagram, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I'm Andrew Z. And before I forget, anything mentioned on today's episode, we'll link everything down in the description as well as the podcast cast show notes and Sima, where you at uh if you guys listen to this on the audio side make sure you go watch the video because there's a lot of stuff we got out. <laughs> a yeah. lot sexy of Susie show and tell there, there you go. go there you go and leave a rate and review on itunes guys because it helps us out but anyway i'm in Sima and yang on instagram and youtube at in Sima yin yang on tiktok and twitter susan where can people find all you all your stuff well you can find me at betterlover.com you can find me on instagram i'm just my name susan bratton and my main website with thousands, I have written like 5,000 articles in the last 20 years uh, on pretty much everything you could possibly imagine is, is at personallifemedia.com. Thank you so much for your time today. We, we really so appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I had a great time yeah. too. I really appreciate all your questions. You guys are fearless, which I knew you would be. <laughs> strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never strength. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>